0: Welcome. Welcome to the Art Burrito Podcast with Jason Wilkins. Life, Life art, art marketing, marketing, and all the deliciousness in between. Here we go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should turn off my phone. Hey? Yeah.
0: <clears throat> We're recording right now. Oh, great. That's what I do to everybody. It's my, well, it's my new thing the last couple of times is I just turn it on and people just say weird stuff. Makes for the beginning really fun.
1: (laughs) Too bad you didn't catch me burping. (laughs) Hey,
0: everybody. This is the Art Burrito Podcast and it's episode number 17, which is crazy. That
1: is crazy. I say that every
0: time. It's crazy because um, I I didn't actually, I wasn't sure if this would keep going or not, but I'm having fun. So it's good. Um, so Leslie already opened her beer, so I'm just going to open mine because that's what we do at the beginning. Oh, yes. Oh, it's okay. okay. I'm
1: so glad you got to open yours. <laughs>
0: Leslie needed a few drinks of courage and then, <laughs> which I get, it's not easy. <laughs> um, thanks publican again for, well, thanks publican for sponsoring the podcast and giving us free beer. We enjoy it every single time. And actually the last couple times. Um, my guests, they just down it like the, they go through like two, three beers and then that's my whole month's worth of beer gone. (laughs) But then I asked publican and they're like, yep, no problem. We'll give you some more. Mm -hmm.
1: Wow. You can bet we're all going to be off to the publican.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so I do have questions for you. Um, but I mean, we already kind of know each other. I mean, because you you're right next door. So this is Leslie, and you know what? This is horrible. I was going to ask you before we started the podcast. I don't even know how to pronounce your last name. Mena. Mena. Okay. Mena. Okay. This is Leslie Mena of Matterhouse Textile Studios. Studios. Yes. And Leslie is right next door to me, um, literally three steps outside my door. Well, one step outside my door, and it's your studio. Um, not a far walk, but you're busy. So thanks for coming in, taking the time. Thank I appreciate you so it.
1: much. So cool.
0: Um, and I always start with people giving me the origin story so you can go back as far as you want. Oh gosh. You go back from birth if you have that kind of memory, um, <laughs> or you can go back or whatever you want. <clears throat> doesn't matter. It's totally up to you. You can go back to when you started out your business, when you were, I actually, I always find it interesting to find out what people are like as kids. Hmm. So why don't we start there? What were you like as a kid?
1: Um, I think probably uh, more or less a kid version of what I am now, like yeah. kind of, kind of an introspective and serious kid yeah. on the one hand, mm-hmm. and um. Very silly and mm-hmm. gregarious on the other. Mm-hmm. My mother has always said that I was really just a shy kid who learned how to act like a not shy kid.
0: Yeah, you know what? I was much like that. I used to be really nervous in front of people, but I would never show. And my parents and my grandparents used to say, like, if I got up at, this, at a school thing or like a concert, I would tell them, like, you know, I was terrified. They're like, you would never know. Like, yeah. I was that kind of kid too. I was very, I was very outgoing and. But yeah, I was terrified and at, at public speakings and things like that. But you never, yeah. you never actually yeah. know it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think the other, the other thing I've come to realize is that I actually really like public speaking. Mm-hmm. I like being in front of a crowd and and making people excited about something. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. I, yeah. I do too. Yeah. So when you were younger, did you because of the of the business you run now? Were you What kind of, what was your creative outlet then?
1: So it's changed. It's changed over time, which also is kind of like the grown up me. Like when I went to art school, I was very interdisciplinary. So Mm -hmm. I've always been kind of a generalist. Mm -hmm. And I think as a kid, like I played with toys that every kid played with, but I also drew. Yeah, And I was particularly interested in architectural drawings. Cool. Just kind of wacky for a kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I really liked to think about like kidscapes and places designing houses that had secret doors and secret tunnels yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I'm so sad I don't have those drawings anymore because I think they were actually really, Yeah. they told a really interesting story. Yeah,
0: I always enjoyed stuff like that too. When I went to art school, we had two disciplines. So there was interpretive illustration and technical. Hmm. And in technical, is, we, were, we all started with dabbling in both. Technical, I loved because I could do stuff like that where, like, I would take, like, you know, architectural drawings and then mess with them a little bit hmm. and make them kind of fun and and yeah. like that too. Um, but I could never see myself doing it long-term with a blah, you know, like huh. very mathy. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: But actually, I had that inclination as well. I liked things that were really calculated. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so interesting now to see what's happening at Matterhouse because a lot of what I'm sort of what I'm doing and what I'm hoping to develop over time is my love of repeating patterns, yeah. which is a lot, which is a very calculated thing. Mm-hmm. So you're having to create fairly perfect registration. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's,
0: yeah. So anybody who hasn't been up to our studio, cause not many people really know we're up here actually. So it's kind of cool when people come up, they're like, Oh, I had no idea. Um, so Leslie's studio, so you come up the stairs and Leslie's studio, um, it's the entire, almost the entire thing. And then we have kind of, our yeah. studios are off the, off yours. Yeah. Um, and I remember when we first moved in, you were building that giant table
1: yeah.
0: in here. How are you going to get that thing out if you have to move? Yeah, it? no, it's not coming out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, if it does, if I ever did yeah. leave, it, I could take it apart. Yeah.
0: Cause it looked yeah. like the guys just assembled it in yeah. here. Yeah. yeah.
1: But it was it's a purpose-built 20-foot table. It's yep. five feet wide. Yeah. And it's specifically for being able to print yardage, so yep. big expanses of cloth. Um, yeah. And for the most part, when I'm printing cloth that's that big, it's in a big, fat, repeating pattern. Yep. But But also, like, I'm doing a lot of sort of workshops and stuff with yep. people that's more organic. It's yeah. a more organic process and less precise, which yeah. I also love. Yeah. Yeah
0: like the one you're doing out there just now, I love that, like the block lettering kind of thing, the repeated yeah. block lettering. Yeah. Um, what, what excites you? Like what, cause you, I'm sure you love a, a lot of the stuff that comes out of your studio, but when, when you, when you or someone you're teaching, put something together, what, what kind of just throws you to like, Oh my God. like, I, this is, huh. I'm in love with this. Like what kind of, what kind of design is up your alley? Cause I have, I have lots of different things that I love. Like I love my mural stuff and I love to see other people's stuff. And, but there's certain things that just resonate right with yeah. you. Is there anything like that kind of pops out?
1: Yeah. There. Yeah. This is gonna not going to sound very specific, but I actually was just thinking about this recently. It's really hard for me. It's always been really hard for me, even as someone who went to art school and was formally trained, um, in visual arts practice, mm-hmm. it's always been really hard for me to have like a solo practice. Mm-hmm. For me to just sit in my studio and and create. And I and I so respect people who can do that. It's so, yeah. It's such an incredible thing. I was
0: going to talk to you about that because we had a conversation about this before too. Yeah.
1: But mm-hmm. the stuff that right now at least, and for the last decade or so, like mm-hmm. the stuff that excites me the most is the stuff that comes out of a collaborative process, like a process of working with people or a person or an organization that has to have a particular that's looking for a particular outcome. And we can think of a creative route to getting there. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, it sounds kind of corny, but like I totally get off on it. Yeah, I just it's my favorite stuff.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love that stuff, too. Like I love. So I'm mostly a loner because, you know, that (laughs) Um, I love just getting in my own zone and doing my own thing. But when client work comes in, you're forced, you're forced to collaborate. Like, because you have to take creative direction, right. From people. Um, so I love that part of it, but I also love like breathing to me is also like getting to know I get to do my own thing Mm
1: -hmm.
0: at some point. Like Mm -hmm. tonight I'm, I'm looking forward to going home later whenever, when the kids are sleeping, doing something cool on my Mm -hmm. own. Right. Um, so that I, I like for sure, like both worlds, but you're, but you're much more comfortable in cause you said your space is very much a teaching space too, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. So, and I love that part too. Like I love the teaching part too, seeing people come up and, and kind of get to know um, stuff that you have to offer too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So um, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know what the point was, but I relate to that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And I am hoping, I'm always hoping to kind of cultivate the practice of creating for creating, for creating sake, Mm -hmm. like just make stuff. But uh, yeah, I've always been much more motivated to kind of work within the parameters that somebody else has asked for or Mm -hmm. set. It just—it's
0: challenging it's too, really right?
1: Beautifully challenging, mm-hmm. really motivating, and yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Where did you go to school?
1: NASCAD, the Nova Scotia College of Art and Design. Oh, cool. In okay. Context, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I know a lot of good, like, talented people that come out of yeah. there. It's a great school. Yeah.
1: It's a really amazing environment.
0: Yeah. So. Did you take any kind of like prep here? Because what I had to do was. Cause I originally was going to try animation and then I took a prep year. There's like mm-hmm. a, a fundamentals year mm-hmm. where you get to try a lot of different mm-hmm. things. So I then changed my mind and thought, mm-hmm. no, maybe not. Like, mm-hmm. so was there anything like that? Or did you kind of take me back a little bit? Cause I'm interested. I was interested to hear where, cause I could have gone and, and people can go any which way with their art. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm loving to do now. I'm trying different things now. Yeah. Um, because I have kind of a foundation of where I am, but where like,
1: what's the, where, what, what was, was your direction? Path? Yeah. Cause yeah. you could have
0: done anything because you said yeah. you like to draw, you like to, yeah. yeah. So what, what made you gravitate
1: towards? Yeah. Uh, so I grew up a really uh, creative kid yeah, um, and teenager and I was always kind of making clothes for myself to wear to school the next mm-hmm. day <laughs> mm-hmm. and making jewelry and taking photographs and, um, I took some music lessons. Yeah. Um Also, sort of mildly athletic. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, and um, where was I going with that? Just uh, lost my train of thought. No, it's Not okay. The heater turning off. Lost no. my train of thought.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and no, you because kind of where what took you into the direction that you're yeah. in now? Oh,
1: and I, I know what I was going to say because this is always like. You know, you tell your story a dozen times. This is always a part in the story that I tell because it's true. But when I was in high school, I heard about this art school Mm -hmm. in Halifax. Mm -hmm. And I distinctly remember thinking to myself, oh, artists go there. Like, it sounds like such a cool place, but only artists go there. So I never really thought of myself as an artist. I just thought, well, some people are, you know, creative. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or everybody's creative, you know. Right. and then, years some years passed. I did some backpacking. Actually, I traveled around. I didn't. I sort of tried university a couple of times, and and was not very well prepared for university. Yeah. As a young person. And then I ended up in Peterborough, actually, and taking. Um, I actually was a model for life drawing classes. Yeah. And I loved it. Cool. It was such an interesting experience. I also was like a heavy coffee drinker. Yeah. And. <laughs> And
0: Was that your prop? You, Was that your life drawing prop?
1: Oh my God. Like, no, no, I couldn't hold anything. Cause I
0: have, I have crazy stories about life drawing models and their props. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: think nobody wanted me to have a prop.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just stay naked. Um, but yeah, no, but I found like I'd have a couple of coffees before having to sit still for like two hours and this kind of transcendent thing would happen. That's, it sounds so goofy, but if you're really stoned on coffee and then you have to sit still, right. your brain and your heart go to other places. And I had this kind of immensely creative experience where I'd have all these ideas for things that I wanted to try and conversations that I wanted to strike up with people. And anyway, so I'll, we'll just pause there. So oh, I was yeah. having that kind of experience. And then I met someone who hired me to do some modeling, but also said to me, have you ever tried taking drawing lessons? And I said, oh, no, no, like art, yeah. only artists draw. Right. And she said, well, why don't you just like, why don't you just take class and we'll just barter for some modeling time. And it completely changed my life. Like all of a sudden I was having this other experience um, that was an exercise, as you know, in yeah. looking yeah. and seeing things, which drawing is a really It's a really interesting practice because you're not necessarily passing or failing at it if you correctly or incorrectly represent the thing in front of you. You're actually just looking really hard at something Mm -hmm. and making decisions about what marks you make on paper as a response, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yep. So it's a really, really interesting. And because I had been modeling for life drawing classes, I had been listening to critiques. So kind of inadvertently learning how to draw. Learning at the same time. It's so interesting. That's very cool. And so it was this very, very, and I think coupled with the experience of sitting and having these like kind of wacky like almost
0: tr- almost meditation right
1: like meditation yeah. yeah like a really high meditation yeah yeah um
0: that would be weird like because when I have too much because I love coffee so when I <laughs> you just your body just uh, you know just goes yeah. so having not being able to do that yeah would yeah. force you to do it in other ways
1: yes yeah yeah so interesting but also you're just um well I think of it like you you are also choosing poses that you are expressing something that your body needs, like you're moving in a way that your body needs to move. But yeah. you're also responding to, say, a, um, a, a request from the instructor or the yeah. other people in the room that are drawing that want to see a particular
0: pose. kind of yeah. pose.
1: So it it is a really creative thing. It's almost yeah. like dance, except you're sitting still. Yeah, it's very interesting.
0: Good for you for being able to do that. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know it was crazy, crazy thing to get over. Because
0: I just took up life while well, they're on my wall there. But um, last fall, I did it, and um, massive respect for people who who do that. Like it's it's awesome yeah. that they can do that. They're so comfortable doing it, right? And yeah, taking well. Yeah, we'll get to.
1: I can't. I can't honestly think exactly what possessed me to do it in the first place. It's pretty weird because yeah. I because the couple of years prior, I had thought no. Yeah. In any way, am I ever doing something like that? That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, but I don't. I somehow just got there. Yeah. I think part of it was poverty, actually.
0: Well, w- I was going to mm-hmm. say at Sheridan, um, we have some some older models come in because they love different body types and sizes mm-hmm. and stuff. And then you know, some you know wacky people would bring their props in and do crazy things. But then there would also be like um, fourth year students. Like some students would ha- would would say, hey, I, like I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind. And and the teachers would say, basically, like, it's cool, but, you know, you're amongst some peers, possibly. Yeah. So, you see these people walking down the hall, and they were your model. It's kind of yeah. like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there you are with clothes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah. So, where were we? Um, so... Don't know. Yeah. So, I was uh, I was modeling. My friend asked me to model for some classes. I ended up taking some drawing classes. Completely changed my path. hmm uh, she wrote my first reference letter to get into art school at NASCAD and that was that just that was that That's wild. I needed to be I actually got in like on a I don't know what they called it but sort of like a conditional acceptance yeah. to take one class to take a foundation year drawing class and yeah. then my instructor. I, I, uh, got my instructor to write my next reference letter to get in more formally into the university. So. And then you're in,
0: you're like, Hey, I am an artist.
1: Yeah. Hey, (laughs) wait a second. (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it, it's only like in the last year that I've thought, okay, yeah, for sure. This is it. This is it. (laughs) This is what I am now. I can not like officially call myself an artist, but it took a, it's. Yeah, Yeah.
0: We, well, yeah, same. I can relate to that too. Yeah. It's taken 20 years for you to, able to do it full time. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, 100 totally is yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm just looking down my list to see what's a good segue. There's not really a good segue. <laughs> um, but I want to know. You should tell people kind of what you're up to now. Um, and then I may think of other things because I have I had other okay. questions about you know what you were doing before and um so but I know you're busy right now super busy what's going on at the moment
1: yeah so uh geez okay so the I've just hit my first year Matterhouse Textile Studios first year of operation. yay congrats I know I didn't celebrate or like make mention of it so i will have to do it at year two yeah but um yeah it's been the the most gratifying most incredible work like of my whole life yeah it's been the coolest thing to have been able to do and yeah. a lot of a lot of it has come together it feels like by some really wonderful coincidences yeah like I didn't know Anna Ite who owns Watson Lou below us mm-hmm. that well we had just gotten to know each other a little bit mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't met um, Aaron who's her uh, co-owner at all. And I just kind of dropped by. I liked the shop and I dropped yep. by and and said, hey, what's behind that door? Yeah,
0: yeah. And by the way, I'll <laughs> interrupt. Again, anyone who doesn't, hasn't, maybe this is the first time you're listening to me. That's cool. Um, we're above Watson and Lou, which is downtown Peterborough. So it's a shop where local makers sell their stuff. Yeah. And sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was a door sort of at the back of their workshop space on the like um street level where um that went up a long staircase onto a second floor and it was completely disgusting up here like completely derelict. I wish I
0: had freaking seen it oh before. my gosh
1: I wish I'd taken pictures it was Man, something to behold
0: I tell people yeah <laughs> you should have seen it I've I'd never seen it I've just heard what it was like.
1: Yeah 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 like like raccoon skeletons and bird crap everywhere no and, shit and no really yeah. Oh yeah, like it probably should have get been oh. condemned. We shouldn't say this. Um, you know. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: No, I think it's a great story because if anyone again, I have to get vision. I have to get um, uh, someone to shoot my podcast because uh, up here is beautiful now. Yeah, beautiful. It's,
1: it's really beautiful. Yeah, and there are a couple of like I don't know if these are myths or not, but this whole second floor, use at one time was a print shop, apparently. Yep. We're going to have to get someone to do a bit of That's, historical. Yeah, uh, so interesting. And apparently, this is maybe even more mythological, <laughs> Yeah. but apparently before that, it might have been a hay loft. Um, that because, sounds good,
0: like it could be true.
1: Yeah. And so for, yeah. A, for a time, actually, we were thinking of calling this whole kind of grouping of studios the, the hay, loft. hay loft.
0: I'd be cool with that. I know. It would yeah, be kind of cool. That would be really neat.
1: Um, yeah. So and I will all worked, dress
0: like farmers every day come well, in. Maybe that's over
1: Maybe, thought. Yeah. I'll leave that to you. <laughs> <laughs> you go for it. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So I worked with, I worked with Aaron and Anna and their landlord um, to come up with some like possible. So interestingly here I was doing like pseudo architectural drawings yes. and actually it's funny. We were just talking about that because it totally was a hearkening back to this Place in my childhood where I used to draw floor plans for really cool things.
0: See, there's no friggin' accidents. I'm telling Isn't you.
1: Isn't that crazy? I yes, just thought of that now. That is wild. But um yeah, so I was having to draw like I think I drew like six or seven different iterations yeah. for the for the arrangement of things. And actually we spoke to the landlord and his architect
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: which was kind of mind-blowing too because they were like we were having meetings and they were looking at these pseudo architectural drawings and kind yeah. of taking them seriously and i was like oh my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> new career <laughs> <laughs>
1: no but um yeah so anyway we figured out where all the plumbing could go and um and all new windows so you and designed
0: my studio basically kind of sweet
1: well, Good. I had a hand in it. Good job. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a real kind of passion project. Yeah. It was very cool. And then we moved when did we move in? Like September? I
0: oh was I was in before a lot of people because I was too excited. Okay. So I was in and they were building stuff above me. They were putting Crazy, this in bu- the above ceiling.
1: me. Oh okay. they're so like,
0: it's cool you're in here, Jason, but you're gonna have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. But yeah, yeah it was October.
1: Yeah. yeah, I still get totally like I walk up the stairs and I just think what I don't this know It's crazy. We get to come here every I don't day. Believe it's it so amazing. No, it's amazing. Yeah, it's cool.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so, so I can't
1: remember what the question was that inspired that big long answer. I don't know, but, but that was
0: great. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Uh, oh, what's happening now? You were saying.
0: Yeah. You're so what's, what's happening totally. now? Yes.
1: Yeah. So it's, um, so my objective for the past year has just been to do everything mm-hmm. I possibly can. Um, and I guess just to back up, like I've, because I grew up being someone who was a sewer and was always sort of inclined, had a propensity for like yep. hand sewing things mm-hmm. and dealing with that kind of working with textiles. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it wasn't, it wasn't a big leap. And actually when mm-hmm. I had gone to, when I had gone to university in Halifax, like my favorite studio space was the screen printing studio. Mm-hmm. It was this incredible, it also had this amazing smell, which is yeah. probably really bad for you. But but every yeah. time I walked up there and it had a chemical kitchen, it had a few, it had this big kitchen setup that was actually sort of the equivalent to a couple of kitchens yeah. uh, combined into one space. And all these sort of counters and little um, cupboards where you could mix potions, and yeah. you know, it was just such a cool space in a big dark room and a place, a big tub where you could clean screens and then. Tote dark room. Screens. I like, love the yeah, dark was room. In high school. That oh,
0: was great.
1: Um, and I just instantly thought, oh, I have to. like, yeah. This is. I have to be in this space as much as possible, and I think I took screen printing in my first year and I every other interdisciplinary class I took I would find reasons to come back to the screen printing studio to make something so if it was a sculpture project or a photo project or something it would start with some kind of screen printing exercise yes and yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah, that's interesting to hear because like um it was the same for me and almost everyone else I talked to um they have they've just gravitated to it. Just, they, they just come back to it every yeah. single time. Yeah. So it's like, it, it It sounds weird, but it's almost like your soul saying no, 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 no. Like, yes,
1: yeah, yeah. keep yep. going back. You can. Back you
0: go. <laughs> yeah. Cause you'll get there. <laughs> yeah. 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 That is very So I've cool. known
1: for a long, like since graduation, really that I wanted to create this kind of a space. Mm-hmm. So it's finally just, I finally just took the leap and yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a very cool thing. So for the last year I've like, I've taught some screen printing. I had to reteach myself how to do it Mm -hmm. um, and then teach other people how to do it. And I've hired various uh, people with various skills to come and teach things, Mm -hmm. some sewing classes and various dye classes. And
0: um, you've had high school students in,
1: and I've had lots of high school students in, which is so exciting um, so it's been, yeah. And
0: we're going to do something eventually. I want to do, cause we talked about doing for the podcast, doing them. I don't know what you call them.
1: The sound baffles.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I want to do that too. Yeah.
1: This is so interesting. I got approached by Aisha Bramania um, a few months back about a collaboration. Um, they run the Peterborough independent podcasters. Yep. Which you definitely need to check out. Yes. Um, and they asked me if I wanted to collaborate and um, they had been running a workshop that was about creating sound baffles for um, sort of sound baffling your own home recording studio. But um, they were made from, you know, just sheets and fabrics that weren't very enticing or very nice to look at at all. So they approached me and uh, we decided that we were going to combine our efforts to first, Um, create a beautiful fabric or something that at least has some kind of artistic um, spin and then turn it into a sound baffle. So, um, and sadly it had to be canceled, Um, but we're going to give it a, we're going to give it another go, but it's those kinds of partnerships that I'm, that I'm most interested in. Yeah. Really, really community building and exciting. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you've had, well, you've had a lot of interest and you've had, um, like a lot of people up here, which is awesome for everybody up here, having people up. I mean, oh, it's cool. good to That's have nice like, to well, it's good to have yeah, the tra- actual traffic up here. So you don't yeah. feel like, you know, <laughs> yeah. so totally removed from, from everybody. So yeah, it's really yeah. been good. Um, how do you, this is something I ask all the entrepreneurs on here. How do you tackle, cause it's, it's fairly new for me too. Um, I've worked for myself for a while, but not fully as an artist. Mm-hmm. I did some marketing and stuff, Um, but working as an entrepreneur and what hurdles are you, I don't know if you have to get specific on hurdles, but how are you overcoming things? (laughs) Like, how are you, how are you with dealing with, with, because yeah, there's, I mean, Mm. there's, there's the shit side of being an entrepreneur. I mean, it's Mm. just the way it is.
1: Mm. (laughs) Um, Well, I think part of the, the pasta poss- I don't know if this is a healthy approach or an unhealthy approach, but I think part of my approach is to not know too much <laughs> like i I, I love claim, that approach, yeah <laughs> I claim a little bit of naivety about things, and I'm really glad because i'm I very much am a person who who is. I, I can't over plan things mm-hmm. um I get bogged down in the the in all the expectations and the it's it's like a clu- it le- it's like clutter in my head so mm-hmm. I have to just kind of take things as they come and it has been kind of a nutty year like I've had probably um an unhealthy as unhealthy a relationship looks with like it's pretty obsessive I've been pretty obsessed with this space like I'm here night and day it's not a bad thing but it's it's ending up being a really really positive thing good yeah
0: okay I I, this is a really crappy spot to cut you off but I'm gonna do it there you go um so yeah you've been obsessed which is like I said not a bad thing especially when you're first starting a business like you need I think you need to be a little obsessed yeah pretty serious
1: yes you know yeah Yeah, and I think I've had the other advantage (laughs) for argument's sake of not I'm single and I don't have kids (laughs) so it's literally like it has been my family and it's been you know my going concern and I you know there for my year two I definitely aspire to improve the relationship with the business a bit um i e get a little more exercise and eat home cooked food and... right yeah <laughs> but uh but i wouldn't trade i wouldn't trade this no. past year it's been incredible
0: no way yeah. yeah um yeah when i first when i was first in the space i had two maybe 3 months of feeling really super alone like even though there's people everywhere just mm-hmm. because i hadn't worked totally alone mm-hmm. like by myself for mm-hmm. years and years mm-hmm. um So I was like, oh, man, I don't know if this is the right move. Like, Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. is like pretty lonely. And then especially when you're first starting up, you have no idea what's going on. I'm like, Mm. you know, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm you very used to not knowing really what the next month brings. I just Mm -hmm. know that I'll deal with it when it comes. Um, But I've gotten way more comfortable now Mm -hmm. with with the whole animal that this is Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. crazy.
1: It crazy. There's also like making it up as you go along also has this benefit of, like what I've always thought about art, for instance, is that the artist or the maker, the creator, whatever, Mm -hmm. makes a thing and then releases it out into the world and then it tells you about itself.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a good way to put it
1: either through others like critique or commentary or you just see things that came out of, that came out of you that you hadn't planned yes. that you that you couldn't have planned yeah um or that came out of collaborations that you couldn't have predicted yeah um and so at a certain point of creating something all of a sudden there's this thing of substance in front of you talking to you and saying this is what I am and this is what other people think it is, and mm-hmm. and all I feel that I feel that with this business, I feel like all of a sudden I've created this thing, and it's talking to me, and it's saying, "Holy cow, this is I'm 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 valued. Yes, I'm an important yeah. thing to exist. It is, it
0: is funny. It does feel like that, even with my stuff. Like you're breathing life into stuff yeah. when you when it goes out there. Yeah, um, and it is interesting too because there's two sides to it. There's the creative side where you're putting it out there and you're satisfied that it's out there. And then there's the business side where the market well, especially for the stuff that the commercial end of things that I deal with, where it's Mm -hmm. like um, the market decides if it's good or not. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I love it. That's cool. But then I'll put something else out there and I may love it, but it doesn't get any traction. No one wants to hire me for it, but I just Mm -hmm. love it. Yeah. So there's there's and that's two okay. And there that's okay. And there's the those two sides of the coin, right? Yeah. Which is which is great. I love testing. Yeah. I, I love it.
1: Yeah. And I think that's I think like working as uh working in this way where we're creating something that is for sale. Mm-hmm. Um and participating in commerce. Yeah. Is um I think thinking about creating something that you then put into the world that either makes money or doesn't make money i mean that make the, whether it, or not it makes money is part of its res, the response that it gives you yeah like maybe it doesn't make money but that's part of the response yeah. that's part of the conversation you can have with and,
0: it and and by the way i'm cool with that too like yeah. i'll do stuff that i just want to do yes. that's that's why else are we doing what we're doing yeah just uh, you know, if we can't just do what we want to do, even if it doesn't get us anything.
1: Yeah. 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 For sure.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Did you, um, did you, and and again, another question I ask creatives that are on here, like, did you have family support? You did. Okay. Oh
1: yeah. Huge.
0: That's really nice. Oh yeah.
1: I couldn't have, I, the, I took out a loan from my parents basically. Yeah to buy all the equipment and set up the space, which I'll probably be paying off for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I wish to be fairly transparent, wholly transparent yeah, about yeah. the money part of this. It's not, I, it's not like I've inherited some gigantic amount of money and was able to just buy it. Like yeah. I, this is
0: a, it's. That's wicked to hear a yeah. lot of, cause a lot of people need, that's something important for people to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And I
1: think, and I, I said, I wanted to do this for a really long time, but it was only just now this past year that I was like, okay, buck up, Leslie, borrow the money and make it happen. Cause it's not going to happen. Right. It's not going to happen any other way. No. So just make it happen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and because of, because of what you have going here, I mean, you must feel it. You must feel like, okay, this is going to happen. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be fine. It's going to, you know, I'm going to, mm-hmm. it's going to, I'm going to settle up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool because. Mm-hmm you know, again, yeah. you've got the, you've got a, a, an amazing thing going on, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is hard for people to talk about that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I have money conversations with other people that are on too about like, you know, how do you feel about, um, what you charge? Do you feel comfortable charging things, hmm. knowing your worth, all that kind yeah. of thing. But, but then also when you start up, you know, Because we're in a unique position where um, we can charge, we can decide what we're going to charge and like, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it kind of goes up and down. Um, There's no like real rule to, to what you, what you put out there, what you charge. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I, I look at things like if the opportunity is right, I, I'll do stuff. I've said it before. We'll do stuff for free. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said, you barter, you'll do the barter thing Mm -hmm. all the time
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, because it creates this kind of community. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But are you comfortable saying to somebody, someone comes to you and says, uh, you know, I want this, 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 you're like, this is my price.
1: Yeah. So I have, I, I have set some prices for things, which you can see on my website. Yep. Um, So We'll we'll
0: plug your social too. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So for instance, if you want to hire me as a designer to Mm -hmm. help you come up with um, the designs that you want to burn into a screen, there's a fee for that. And there are fees for using some of the materials in my space and for renting space for open studio. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I can't, I don't, I actually can't remember exactly how I arrived at this formula, but there was, I took an entrepreneurship class. I've taken a few and and in this one class in particular, they, they taught us this method for coming up with your hourly rate basically. So Mm -hmm. I've, I've created a fairly simple like Excel spreadsheet for trying out, um, workshops for workshop creation. So if somebody if I'm creating or if somebody comes to me and says they want to collaborate on something, I can just kind of plug in some, you know, the number of participants, the amount that the person needs to get paid, the amount that I would like Matterhouse to get paid, mm-hmm. the cost for supplies, and then pop out a number at the other end for yeah. the cost per person. So it's not an arbitrary thing. Yeah. Um. And I do lower that amount all the time, depending on like.
0: That same here. That's what yeah. i was talking about. I do Depending that too. Depending on all kinds of things, I, I always yeah. start like someone. Someone will like be a corporate client. Will email me, I want this giant thing, whatever. I'll start super high and then be like, knowing like I don't really care. I just want to do this, so yeah. I'll I'll keep going down if if I yeah. feel like it's the right thing yeah. to do. Right?
1: Yeah, I think I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's really obviously super important to show um others the value of the work that you're doing that's right and then but also show the people show people that yeah you're wanting you're wanting to participate so for instance uh, yeah I say that I can't remember who it was recently but I was saying you know here's my here's the price that I will pop out mm-hmm. of my little formula for this class mm-hmm. if you're finding it cost prohibitive mm-hmm. like let's have a conversation mm-hmm. because I don't like I really want to work with you yeah so let's talk
0: yes yeah that's that's what I'll do <laughs> yeah exactly if I see something come through that that's like, oh my God, Yeah, like, I would just love to dig into that one yeah. then for sure. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> put on my business hat and sound like, I re- <laughs> oh yeah, you know, this is what it's going to be. And in the background, I'm like, oh my God, I really want to do like this. Me. I hope they like, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, yeah. that's the other end of, of this and probably any entrepreneurs like the, um, it's just kind of like, you know, feeling weird about, you know, like, oh, so someone wants to hire me for something like this. Like, that's cool, but I don't know if I feel like I'm worthy to, you know, all this self self-doubt and mm-hmm. stuff like I get that all the time. Mm-hmm. And um it's just kind of navigating your way mm-hmm. through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um so what what else is kind of exciting you right now? Um, because um, you well, besides stuff that you have coming up, um, is there anything in the you know not so distant future that you're kind of thinking oh like yeah I kind of want to do that or that's huh. something I kind of want to tackle or
1: yeah can I plug um, you can do everything the heck and, you want okay cool yeah so for a number of years I've been a part of a f- little friend group mm-hmm. that have um, been running this really wonderful uh, craft show mm-hmm. called the Finer Things Show and Sale. And the very first one happened five years ago in my house. <laughs> Did had, it really? Yeah. Yeah. We had eight vendors. I moved out all the main floor furniture, basically. And we filled, like, the dining room and living room and a little bit of the kitchen with with vendors. And I, there's also a little outbuilding on my property. So we had um, a couple of vendors out there as well. Yeah. and. It struck a chord like people people came out in I forget exactly what the numbers were, but it was hundreds like people yeah. came to the house and it's it's not a it's not like the parking's really crappy. it's a hard house to find, yeah. but it admit but that's interesting
0: because like, I've heard of this before <clears throat> like it's not like it's a you know you'll hear the you'll hear that and you know it yeah, um yeah. which is kind of cool yeah, and that started with you, yeah, very cool yeah
1: well i started I was actually. My friends were running it um, and they approached me to see if I wanted to, because occasionally I do already stuff mm-hmm. at my house. So mm-hmm. um, I offered my house. And then in the subsequent years I became a volunteer for them mm-hmm. and just supported them and then gradually became a co-organizer. And then they had families and small businesses and they, they needed to get out of the finer things business. So I sort of inherited it. And so now it actually functions under the umbrella of Matterhouse textile studios. So okay. Matterhouse produces the finer things show and sale um and very exciting we've we've also acquired a summertime partner so it partners with the art gallery of peterborough in the summertime uh we had our inaugural summer event this past august and so that will continue into the foreseeable future which is oh that so was what exciting. that was that yeah. was
0: part of that okay yeah that's very cool it is
1: very very cool wow. and they have this incredible um these incredible surroundings where the art gallery is on little lake. It's quite, quite the Vista. So it's the perfect site for, and we, you know, had a big wedding tent and it was a big deal. That is awesome. So we're going to continue with the winter one. It's not, we're not partners in this case with Mm -hmm. the AGP, but they're going to be there um, talking about the summer event. Yep. Um, We have 22 or 23 vendors, Um, There's an application process that happens now twice a year. So it's, it's juried, it's carefully juried. um, And it's a really beautiful, really high quality show. Yeah. Really proud of it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Stuff like that um, in Peterborough and surrounding area even is like, um, that's what makes things function around here, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, the other, I think the other, on the other end, it wasn't just like a cool show that friends wanted to create. There is a need for um, artists and craftspeople. <clears throat> pardon me, who are also uh, struggling entrepreneurs themselves, or you know, are yeah. not quite entrepreneurs yeah. yet. You know, but if sure. you think
0: about the impact, like I was even saying to Anna and Aaron, like when I had <laughs> them on, I was saying, you know, maybe you guys don't realize the scope of what you're mm-hmm, doing because mm-hmm. um, there's people who like. Are seriously making like what they're making down there can change, it can actually change lives, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, when you start something like this, too, right? It's just a, even if people are just starting out, it's like a spark. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it can, it can explode mm-hmm. and into who knows what, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. exciting part yeah. about being an artist period.
1: Yeah. Right. And actually last year before the creation of the summer event, Annie and I, who were, we were just two of us running it mm-hmm. last year. We're actually going to, cease operations because it was just a basically volunteer mm-hmm. um effort. It was massively, it was a massive push to make it happen. Big, big and passion project. All consuming, and, right? And all consuming. And we both had other businesses and things going on. Mm-hmm. And it was the vendors who came to us and said, We can't believe you're going to cancel this show. This is the best show in the region. We make more money at the show than at any other event through the year. See, you like, have to keep this going. So honestly, it was that. Uh, <laughs> I just was like, oh, this is a really good thing so for then people. You, right.
0: Then you realize, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. are like, yeah, this is their livelihood.
1: Yeah. And then the AGP stepped forward and wanted to help with summer. So it sort of breathed new life into it. So now yeah. it's kind of a, it has.
0: Yeah. They have a good reach. 100% yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's reinvigorated, so that's very exciting. So yeah, thanks for letting me plug that. It's on December the seventh. Oh yeah, of um, it's at the Seeds of Change building at five thirty four George Street North, and oh. which is also um, the lower level of Emmanuel United Church. Okay, and uh, it's five dollars to get in. Part of the part of the money that's raised is going to support some a bursary for kids to take after school programming at Matterhouse right. Textile Studios. Again, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. And the other thing I'd really, really love to plug is mm-hmm. that over the last year, like one of my first clients when I opened Matterhouse was actually the new Canadian center. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. And this, and I had kind of started to cultivate a bit of a relationship with the NCC in the months prior to opening the business because I was doing a project, an art project actually mm-hmm. for emergency at public energy here. hmm in town uh, called Migration Stories. So I actually was working with the NCC to find newcomers who were willing to talk about their migration story. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of blossomed into this relationship. They have, um, they have a program there called the Sewing Collective mm-hmm. that has been running for a number of years. And um, in the past few years has been more kind of gauged, focused toward training opportunities for newcomers. So they actually hired me to deliver some programming around screen printing and generally around surface design for textiles. Um, And I've always felt that the Sewing Collective, although its its focus is not to operate like as a social enterprise and to make money for the people who uh, potentially put things together – Um, I always felt it had that potential yeah and so I'm hesitant to make any big announcements because it's not it's not on paper yet it's not official but I'm very very excited that Matterhouse is actually going to be taking on the sewing collective as a bit more of a social enterprise and helping people to create fabrics that they actually want to sew into products that they can sell so actually the the Um, sewing collective is going to be featured at the finer things um, show and sale on December the 7th. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I see that. Yeah. That group up here often. Yeah. And uh, that's awesome.
1: It's very, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's very cool. And again, I mean the name kind of speaks for itself, but the new Canadian center is it's like a support system, right? For new Canadians coming into the country. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you know what, So how, how did they get in, in, how does, how did that all come about? Like with Matterhouse, do they like.
1: So the sewing collective, because it's a, it's a program that's based at the moment at the new Canadian center, people, uh, newcomers who are clients at the NCC, Mm -hmm. um, are welcome to participate in sewing collective activities. So I don't know exactly how they, you know, get participants. So
0: they have, I guess they have different things like this where they can kind of jump in and get get involved in the community, right?
1: Yeah. So there are are different kinds, I think, different kinds of programs and language courses you can take and um, all sorts of different programs at the NCC. But um, this one in particular was for people, I think ostensibly, like when it was first created, it was sort of, I think, I'm probably just imagining things, but I think it was seen as like kind of a settlement, um, a settlement creature. Yeah, like right. it was this opportunity for people who didn't necessarily have language skills, mm-hmm. didn't necessarily feel comfortable in their new communities, um, to sit together and to just do something, to keep their yeah. hands busy and, and practice their language and, you know, just be together. Uh,
0: yeah. That um, would be so important. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. nobody and you're in a new spot, a new yes. place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's super important.
1: And so the idea that I could start operating as sort of an arm's reach destination for newcomers to do, to, to create fabrics that they then can take back either to the NCC or to their homes to create things with, um, just made perfect sense. It was a perfect fit.
0: That's awesome. Continues
1: to be a really good fit. So
0: that's wicked. Very
1: excited about that.
0: Very cool. (laughs) Um, I don't know what else I have to cover. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to plug? <laughs> I can't even think of anything. Um,
1: those are the most important things. Yeah. The, the finer things show on sale on December 7th. And, and um, I don't know. I'll yeah. be coming out with some, some winter programming soon. So cool. have a visit to the website. Well,
0: you're right next door. So you can come on anytime, right? <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. So thank you so much for uh, dropping by. And you can head back out and do your thing in a minute. Um, but go ahead and plug your your social and your website
1: thank you Yep. okay so it's matterhouse.com which is M-A-D-D-E-R-H-O-U-S-E.com. com mm-hmm. that's the matterhouse website and finer is the finer things website that's finer cool um and you'll see us you'll see finer things show at finer things show on social media as well cool
0: and, and then facebook yeah. is just Matterhouse, right
1: uh facebook is matter underscore house okay cool yeah
0: awesome thank yeah. you so much for dropping thank in you so
1: much what a joy it was great this was so much easier than i thought it was yeah be. it's the
0: same everyone's <laughs> always so scared actually i act like i'm all tough like oh everyone's so scared <laughs> yeah the first like Uh, seven episodes. I was terrified, but, um, (laughs) good
1: for you for doing it. It's such a cool opportunity to be heard and to, it's fun. And
0: it's so weird. And I say this again to everybody. It's like, I I don't know. We see each other all the time, but you don't really talk to anybody. It's like, there's no time. Yeah. So this is nice for sure. Yeah. Okay. That's a, uh, a wrap on, um, episode 17. Thanks again for publican for the beer. And Oh my God, you didn't even finish your beer. (laughs) Leslie leslie has a travel leslie has a traveler
1: there. yeah <laughs> thanks jason okay
0: bye everybody okay